0: Well, everyone, the Arizona Coyotes are East Valley bound. They will be leaving Glendale. No, we're not talking about Rio Salado yet. But but a major hurdle has been cleared for Arizona to stay in Arizona. And that's just what's going on. They will be staying in Arizona for at least a few years longer. We're going to talk about that and all the details that come with it on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes.
1: Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That is Carl Pavlik on this wonderful episode of Locked On Coyotes. We want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, here's a huge day for Arizona, for the Arizona Coyotes, and just for Arizona sports fans, because Carl, the Coyotes got it done. They are going to be in the state of Arizona for three more years. And yes, it's not a big arena
1: when, yes, because we're talking about they are moving in with Arizona State. Yes. Uh, it's funny because, on the one hand, it seems like a very procedural thing. Uh, as a former Arizona State University student, I just remember like all the time the Board of Regents were doing stuff, uh, and it never really affected me. Uh, but it's also a very significant thing because this was a major hurdle for the Coyotes. Um, I never really had any doubts that they were going to get it done, but it, it was a question mark and it's been answered.
0: It's been answered and it's been made official because on Thursday afternoon, the Board of Regents met and they decided that the proposal that the Coyotes put forth to move into their multi-purpose arena, which, which is where their hockey team and other Programs are going to be playing next year. Also, um, you'd be like, "Okay, we accept your proposal. Let's get going," because there's a lot to it. Um, and let's be let, let, let's let's clear the first thing up, Carl, and 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 why they approved this proposal from Arizona. And the first thing is, is the fact that Alex Morello and the Coyotes ownership. Said, okay, what we're going to do is we are going to pay the $19.7 billion, million dollar extra money that it's going to take to upgrade the facilities to NHL ready up front and the rent, all the rent up front. Everything's paid up front.
1: Yes. Uh, and that was actually noted um, in the PHNX article. Uh, The fact that everything was paid up front made it very easy for them to be like, all right, the risk for this is absolutely minimal. Um, The Coyotes are going to be paying for some improvements. Like you mentioned, $19.7 million. Uh, That gets to stay with ASU. Uh, I've seen some people kind of like be like surprised by that. And it's like the Coyotes aren't going to take it with them. Like, like Yeah, like, what, how do they take it, how do they take <laughs> this stuff with them? It's like, all right,
0: let's load up the locker rooms, let's load up the freaking walls and everything, and we're coming, and, and the press box, it's coming with us to Rio Salado, like, come
1: on. I mean, they could, stranger things have happened, uh, we live in Arizona, London Bridge is in Arizona for some reason, <laughs> it was moved brick by brick to Lake Avasu. Uh, so stranger things have happened, but it would be very weird if the Coyotes decided to do that. So yeah, uh, this is all win for for ASU.
0: Yeah, and it's um, you know it helps create a good relationship with the team. You know, there kind of wasn't like they kept like, and it's always it's always been there. There were struggles in the past, and obviously if you look back towards the arena deal they had. What was that now? Five years ago, six years ago. Um, yeah at least the last one that happened. Um, and uh, then, unfortunately, that one didn't fall through. But like, there's always been the basis of a relationship between the Coyotes and Arizona State there, mainly because Arizona State had its hockey program growing up during these last few years. and Now it's in the NCAA, and it's like, okay, let's see what we can do to help each other out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was following ASU hockey when they were an ACHA team. And there was still that relationship with the Coyotes. But watching the Arizona State program develop the way that it has uh, has been truly phenomenal. Seeing the Coyotes kind of work with them on that has just been really cool. Um, I do not think this could have happened like when I was first getting into the Coyotes in 2011, because ASU having an ice arena. Like that just seemed like completely foreign to me. That was nowhere near the landscape of hockey in Arizona uh, at the time. And it is now. And that's great. I know. And that's the thing I love the most
0: because the, um, it's just, it's just seeing hockey grow here down, down here. And, and I think the, the coyotes put the perfect tweet out and putting in,
1: pretty much says hockey belongs in the desert people. Yeah. And they are doing everything they can to, to keep it. Um, we always like hear ownership groups say, yes, we are committed to staying in Arizona. Um, and this is probably the biggest indication we've seen in a very long time, that yes, they are absolutely telling the truth. Uh, I know it's 2022. Uh, we're all very cynical, uh, People lie to us all the time, but the coyotes are telling the truth. They want to stay in Arizona. Uh, the NHL is telling the truth. They, it makes sense for the coyotes to stay in Arizona. Well look at the kind look
0: at the kind of brand they're putting. Obviously with the Kachina and with um and with trying to tap into the Latin fan base and everything like that. And like
1: it just makes sense for them to stay here. Yeah. It does. And that seems to be working well. And let's you know not beat around the bush too much. Something we've talked about a lot: uh, gambling is a thing now. So mm-hmm. there is legalized sports betting, um, which is got to be making the Morello Group a lot of money. Especially
0: with the Sahara Bets now app now out for them, like it's they're doing a lot of stuff. They're they're trying they're trying to you know racking rack all that money.
1: Yeah. Speaking of being a former ASU student, it is mind blowing that an ASU building is likely going to have alcohol and gambling like on site. Uh, I speak. I would never have thought that would have happened when I was going to ASU, which was notoriously any anti any alcohol on campus at the time. Whoa,
0: yeah, it was slowly moving that. Like, I was in the latter years of um of alcohol not being served on on campus at U of A. Like I think it was my senior year in which they're like
1: yeah, you know
0: what, I think we can make some money off of this.
1: <laughs> yeah, making money off of it has definitely always been a thing. Um I I just it's it's crazy to think that ASU is going to have a hockey uh multi purpose arena. Just mind blowing, and with NHL quality, like with NHL, yeah. And and think about how easy it's going to be to grow the program that way. Uh, I saw the one of the members I think of the board uh, mentioned that, like, yeah, Coyotes are going to be playing the Pittsburgh Penguins right in the middle of the ice. Is going to be you know, Sun Devils logo. It's going to attract a bunch of people to their college program. Again, win win. I mean that's I mean
0: the, and again going back to what we were saying that's the kind of point of all this right to grow the game of hockey not just the not just growing the Coyotes fan base but growing hockey everywhere and that's what that's what this pod that's what I wanted to keep putting forth on this podcast is talking about the growth of hockey in the state of Arizona and that's who you know and that's what I'm trying I'm going to hope you would be trying to do with some guests coming up in the future you know in the next couple in the, either the next couple of weeks the next couple of months bring in guests. Talk about hockey belonging in Arizona and, you know, down here in the Southwest
1: and everything like that with development. Yeah, definitely. And, and there are lots of people involved in making sure that hockey stays in Arizona uh, to the level that it's at.
0: Exactly, though. We still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We're still breaking down as much as we can as the Arizona Coyotes and, and Arizona border regions Regents in Arizona State. Finally an agreement, approved agreement, that Arizona that the Arizona Coyotes will be playing at the Arizona State multipurpose arena for at least three years. We're gonna talk more about
1: that in just a sec, but first a quick word from Carl. So it's the time of year where pretty much everyone has given up on all their New Year's resolutions. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolutions to eat right, thanks to Bill Bar. It almost feels like I don't really have a resolution because I really enjoy eating them. It's not a chore. That's the best thing that you can do uh, to keep on track with any kind of eating right. Uh, making sure that the things you like are really good, like the puffs. Uh, if you haven't tried the puffs, you're really missing out. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're more than just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the built Bar stuff is covered in real chocolate, which is great. And they're also really healthy, or, yeah, healthy. Uh, they're 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Much better than a candy bar, which tends to have 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. What I want you to do is go to Bilt.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off at your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com.
0: So let's continue our conversation on Locked On Coyotes. Once again, Robin Leonio and Carl Pavlik. As the Arizona Coyotes come into agreement to play at ASU's arena for at least three years. Obviously, this still comes with some opposition, Carl. Yep. There are people who are not who are not a fan of this. people who have some concerns. Which, again, rightfully so, right? Because it's a small arena, and it's 5,000 seats. Probably it's going to go down to 3,500 by the time everything gets into place. Because they got to put in a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, There are concerns, um, and I think those concerns are being addressed. Um, I will always point to the fact that there's going to be luxury seating at the ASU Arena which would not have been possible at the veterans' coliseum. And I think that is a major point that people who don't necessarily think about ticketing money, like don't necessarily think about, but it's very big. Um, but yeah, I, it seems like the, the concerns aren't overwhelming at least no one's, you know, threatening anything at this time. Everyone's just like, yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. And that's that seems to be the case. So, like, um, I think when it was
0: going, when we were at the advanced talk stage, Gary Bettman, you know, was became aware of it, and he's like, "Yeah, not ideal, but we'll take it as a te- as a temporary solution." Yeah. Sure. Um, you have a statement that Craig, that Craig Morgan tweeted out via a statement from the NHL Players Association that
1: they've got concerns, but they will take the. Take it for the temporary solution. Yeah. So, uh, again, this was tweeted up by Craig Morgan uh, from the NHL Players Association. We are presently in discussions with the NHL and the club about concerns raised by the Coyotes' agreement to play in the new but much smaller arena at ASU. Obviously, this works only in the short term while a new arena is built. We trust that the plans will be finalized and construction will begin as soon as possible. Uh, so I think reading between the lines on that, the Players Association, they're not super happy about it because it, I, it's a reduction hockey-related re- revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're fine with it as long as we all agree that this is a temporary solution, which I think everyone does, but people on Twitter seem to forget people people
0: think that three years is permanent for some reason yeah like no it's not do you not realize that there is still currently a 1.7 million dollar proposal in the pipeline at at the tempe city council
1: (laughs) yeah and and i mean i kind of get it because uh we've all been living in a very weird time and time is very strange for everyone i talk to like can you even like, imagine three years ago? No, I can't. It was a completely different world. But uh, three years is not that long, especially for a sport. Um, and who knows? Maybe they can do it faster. Um, I have seen buildings go up around ASU very quickly. And three years seems like it's you know a good estimate, but you never know what happens. And here's the interesting thing.
0: Now that I, um, I was... Reading some of the stuff from the border region, stuff like that. So they were approved for three. with have the potential for more, and they said there is really no cap on how long, so long as Arizona pays for it. Yeah, um, which is actually what I found interesting because I would have figured that they would be like, yeah, yeah. At this point, like at this
1: point, you should get kicked out. <laughs> I mean, sure, but why would ASU benefit from anything like that? Uh, yeah. There, I
0: mean, not, not. They wouldn't say that specifically, but be like, but not have that language in there.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, that's just uh, one of those things that's gonna piss off like everyone who who wants to cherry pick. But like, if you are Arizona State University, you're just like, sh- sure, you could stay forever. Uh, I mean, never gonna people- happen.
0: But I'm not gonna okay. rule it out. If you're going to keep giving us money, we're yeah. not
1: going to complain. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the situation for everything in business. If you're going to keep paying me, sure, whatever. Keep Why right? not? I mean, that's,
0: again, that's that's the point of it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is the point of it all, to, to make money. And the Board of Regents is like, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, whatever. This is um,
1: like just a like master class in ASU being like, sure, yeah. Uh, just keep offering us stuff. Uh, we're fine. We're not going to argue against ourselves.
0: Yeah, I'm taking a look at some of the de- some of the other details here, um, and a lot of people were talking about their like a lot of, a lot of our list not our listeners, but a lot of listeners and readers across of all of hockey Twitter and hockey media, who are absorbing all this information are having this concern of how it's going to affect revenue sharing and escrow and everything like that. According to the ESPN article published earlier today, NHL commissioner Gary Bettman said that Kyrie's plan ASU won't impact revenue sharing because they're already at the
1: maximum. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I, I feel like most people don't actually understand a lot of the financials of the NHL. Uh, and we see this every single season when it seems like players don't understand uh, like the ins and outs of it.
0: Here's, here's, here's the funny part though. It says, in fact, the NHL believes there is a chance to move to the chance to move to a smaller venue could actually be financially advantageous for the franchise because guess what? Smaller, intimate venue, higher demand for tickets, higher prices. Yeah. Plus, it's in the East Valley. We've been wanting this the entire time, Carl.
1: Yeah. And people will absolutely, like, go to a Coyotes game at an ASU arena just to see that. Like, I know so many people who just love ASU so much. Like, if you told them that there's a professional team playing there, they they would absolutely go. Uh, there is a lot of good things that will happen with this, potentially. I don't see the reason for all the doom and gloom from people. Uh, but eh. it, it's professional sports. Every once in a while, people get to pretend they care about the actual financial aspects of it. And no one does. They just want the games to happen.
0: I know. I know. Uh, one thing I'll say, though, is one thing that makes me happy now is now this is pretty much confirmed, is my commute to Coyotes games next year are going to be much, much shorter. Yeah. Um... I mean, a lot of people's commutes are going to be much shorter because, again, most of the hockey people live either near close to the downtown or the East Valley. And then you include myself. I live in Tucson and Tucson the Glendale sucks. Tucson
1: the Tempe is easily manageable. I think my commute is going to be maybe 10 minutes longer. It's, it's really frustrating. It's going to go from like 25 to
0: 35. Yeah, but if you really wanted to, you just go to like a light rail station and take the light rail. And you don't That's have to worry true. about traffic at all. You'd just be like, eh, I'm just going to.
1: Yeah, I, I will probably. I, I plan on riding more light rail uh, because either way, the Coyotes are going to be very close to to light rail for you know at ASU and then at the new arena it's not that far. And one thing I will mention
0: too is think about this, and I mentioned this for for Rio Salado and I'm going to mention it. I'm just going to call, start calling it that at least until it gets approved. Just Rio Salado. Yeah. Um, Rio Salado versus multi-purpose arena in like look, it's close to Mel Avenue. Your fans are going to be drinking before. Um, and you're going to have a rowdy crowd.
1: <laughs> oh, that is going to be like any kind of like student rush go from like Mill Avenue to the Coyotes game. That is going to be a chaotic uh, environment, I have to say. I mean, I would totally love to
0: see a packed, rowdy, chaotic arena. It'd just yeah. be amazing to see. Well, we're going to get at least 3 years of it. Ah, I'm going to love it. We still got more to talk to about this situation though. We're going to talk about some of the other some of the other details, maybe some things we think could uh that this also impacts for the Arizona Coyotes. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, I want to let you guys know that BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues, it's marched through the playoffs right to the big game in just now a couple of days. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And not just football. BetOnline has you up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, Boxing, UFC with live, real time updates on current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the twenty twenty two season. Bet online, where the game starts. So let's finish things off and get get some of our other final thoughts here on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Which we talk the coyote about the Coyotes moving to Tempe at ASU's arena for a, fe- a temporary location until Weaselado gets built and. Let's actually talk about we're off for a second, Carl, because I mentioned earlier in this episode that that's still in the pipeline for uh, City Council. There was a meeting yesterday, but uh, I looked on the uh, on the minutes; not talked about, and there's no and there's no even set date really yeah. for them to even start talking about it. So it's going to take a while. Um, but I want to I want to take you back to what we were talking about last month when Craig Morgan tweeted that the, at the time it didn't have the votes and. And it things would look bad because of financial woes and the tax issue and bad news and everything like that. Um, this situation that we have going on now, but Arizona State, I think is gonna be the what a huge benefit for the coyotes in this sense because now Tempe City Council can look at another thing. They can now look at the fact that the Arizona coyotes, or paying everything up front that they're doing what they actually, did, and that and it seems as long as they, you know, everything gets followed through and promised upon, that all the all their promises, it's like, oh, looks like they, you know, are making do, making good with what they said they were going to do. Absolutely. So maybe that will go ahead and say, maybe we can say yes on this.
1: Yeah. Uh, it very well could. Um, I, it was something that I believe a council member specifically mentioned in a Craig Morgan article. Like, yeah, when you get reports that they're like have unpaid taxes, unpaid rent, that raises concerns. Um, and I think we all knew at the time, like it's a bad look. It's, it's probably not as serious as Glendale is making it out to be, but it's a bad look. Mm -hmm. And If this, you know, if ASU didn't ask for all the money up front, I would not be surprised if the Coyotes were like, hey, we're going to pay you all the money up front because we want to have that uh, press story and we want to make sure that, you know, City of Tempe knows that we are in this. And, you know, ASU is a big part of Tempe. So, like, hey. That's the big part. That's what I was getting at is because
0: um, Tempe loves arizona state yeah. um because it, tempe is <laughs> arizona state
1: yeah. um they, uh, they have a lot more but i think for a lot of people they are always going to be arizona state and arizona state also owns just a lot of land in tempe uh just so much land
0: so i mean that tells you a lot of things right there right so if you make an, if you if you make a good relationship and show that you're up and cozy with Arizona state, you know, obviously one of your, I'm assuming it's probably yeah, Tempe's largest employer. Yeah. Um, and if you say like, look, look how good we are with them. City County be like,
1: I like this. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really good. Uh, it's like, I cannot imagine, a better scenario to make yourself liked by a city council. We are just like, Hey, we are, uh, working with your number one, everything. So like number one employer, probably number one tax generator, just the amount of things that are connected with Tempe and ASU cannot be understated or overstated, um, whichever one. Um, but like, yeah, that's just a, a great working relationship. After leaving what was a horrible one with the city of Glendale, they're they're really just trying to start off on the right foot, and I think everyone kind of appreciates that. Exactly.
0: Um, plus, and I think uh, we already know that Coyotes are going to pay most of the we asked a lot of development on yeah. uh, in private funds. One point seven billion. I said one point six billion and a locked on now a video published earlier earlier on Thursday, but one point seven billion, um, obviously it does make a difference. Um,
1: that's an extra hundred million billion dollars. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh which just goes to show how staggering the things we're talking about are. Like the money <laughs> that's involved with
0: all this. Uh. Uh, potentially more too, because of that the the whole bond thing that Coyotes wanted to for the remediation land
1: remediation, but yeah, the 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 whole land remediation thing I think is the other just kind of major thing that they need to get resolved, and um, whatever's going on with the airport. Although haven't seen much since the uh, since the press release from the former lobbyist.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of stuff going that way, but um, either way, this whole thing for the Arizona Coyotes and Arizona State promising, going in the right direction, everything looking good for Arizona. And again, yes, we said as we said, there are some concerns, but we here at Locked On Coyotes are focused on the positive and trying to take as much positive as we can out of this, because as we said earlier. Hockey belongs in the desert, and the Arizona Kites are doing what they can to make sure that stays the
1: case. Absolutely. This was a thing that needed to officially happen, and it's happened, and that's cool. And now we just got to wait for the next thing to happen, and the next thing. And then in a couple years, new
0: arena. Yeah. And one one last thing I'll say is the good thing that this is happening now, early in the year – is now the Coyotes can put their... Now that they know they have a temporary spot, now that they know have a home for at least next season and, and, a, and a few years beyond, they'd be like, all right, now let's truly focus on Rio Salado. Let's put a lot of focus into that. Quote, go full, full force on these on these negotiations. Yeah. Um. And instead of uh, instead of potentially partial ne- potential par- here, partial attention there, maybe we might have a temporary arena you know, over there. Like, now it's like, okay, got that full steam ahead
1: yeah absolutely like the these are things that people actually have to do like making these deals are not easy they they take a lot of time there's a lot of back and forth and it happened and they're like cool let's work on the next one everyone who was assigned to that project you're now on this project except for two people who stick around and maintain everything absolutely but I think we're just about
0: it on time. Unless you have any final thoughts you want to uh, put out there for for today on on the uh, on this news coming out for the Arizona Coyotes.
1: Just, just everyone, if you're upset about this and you've somehow made it to, through this entire episode, I don't imagine how. But if you did, just relax. It's only temporary, and it will be so much better when the big thing happens, when the actual arena happens. And to the Coyotes fans who were afraid that they were going to leave,
0: you guys rest easy. They're not going anywhere.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, that's it for today's episode, or for this episode of Locked on Coyotes. I was going to to say today, but we have a bonus episode coming out momentarily as well. We're going to discuss preview, because today the Arizona Coyotes play the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we're going to have that preview coming up in moments. But first, hope you get, we're ending this one now. Hope you guys liked what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you get too ready. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash on Twitter at LockedOnCytees, on Instagram at LO underscore I am personally at Robin underscore Leonel. It's Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik FFH. You can interact with us, DM us, mention us, whatever you want, ask us a question, and we can interact with you right back. Answer those questions directly or on a future episode of the Locked On Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to this episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. don't forget the howl on. <coughs>